Welcome to the Web3 podcast. I'm your host, Callum Woodcock, and this is the show that simplifies Web3 and introduces you to some of the most pioneering entrepreneurs, investors, and thought leaders in this brand new frontier. I'm joined today by Alexander Zwerner. Alexander is the founder of Kickback, a podcast-centric Web3 platform where you can fund, connect, and listen to earn. He spent five years in the audio industry up to this point and most recently helped build Bankless DAO's podcast hatchery. Alexander? Welcome to the show. Yeah, really excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. We're lucky to have you. Just to double check, are you an Alex or an Alexander? So I don't call you the wrong thing for the entire pod. <laughs> um, I usually go by Alexander. That's what uh, everything's under for me. <laughs> Fantastic. It sounds very noble, very Greek. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Macedonian rather. Um, but yeah, just to kick us off, I would love to hear your background and how you got into Web3. Yeah. Um, so like you said in the intro, I've been in the audio industry for around five years, started off in music, um, started writing with my own blog, did a lot of interviewing and journalism in the music industry. Um, eventually even wrote a book about the history of hip hop, um, did a lot of freelance writing for a lot of media websites as well. Um, and really got interested in Web3 after having, you know, a lot of these conversations with artists and managers, you know, they kept talking about this weird thing called music NFTs. I was like, what, what even is that? Um, and so really got interested about it, started reading a lot about it, and eventually got into the space via, you know, a lot of these podcasting, a lot of these podcasts that like, I was interested in. So I started co-producing for a lot of podcasts, co-produced for MetaCartel, co-produced for Orange Dow, and now uh, working at the podcast hatchery at Bankless Dow. So really got into podcasting to learn more about, you know, these things called music NFTs and the Web3 space as a whole. That eventually led me to start my own company called Kickback Podcasts. Um, you know, in my time working with these podcasts, I really saw that just how hard it is to make money in podcasting and the ways that Web3 technology can change it. Can you give us a bit of a before and before and after then? So it's you know hard to make money as a podcaster, absolutely. So how what does the landscape look like now in a Web2 context? And how is Web3 going to change that? Yeah, you know, the podcast in- industry is fascinating as a whole. You know, there's 500 million global listeners, you know, almost equivalent to the amount of listeners for the music industry. Yet the podcast industry makes 95% less. So there's clear problems with monetization and podcasting. And, you know, you look at the big platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, you know, they don't really focus on podcasts, you know, Spotify podcasting is soon to be one third of their business. They have music, they have podcasts, they have audiobooks coming soon. Um, and then with Apple Podcasts, Apple for a long time has focused on their Apple Music over Apple Podcasts. So a lot of these really big players that are in the market really just don't focus heavily on on podcasts, and that has led to a lot of things that podcasters have long been asking for just not happening. Simple things such as donations, subscriptions, and, you know, dynamic ad placement really just hasn't become commonplace in the podcast industry. Um, And then what we're doing at Kickback Podcast is we're really, you know, we are a creator platform, which means we're listening directly to the podcast host. We're bringing in those monetization options from the web two cents, those donations, those advertising, and then we're taking it to the next level with web three technology by bringing in uh, NFT memberships and 
revolving the whole platform around our token, the kickback token as well. So I think most of our listeners will be familiar with the concept of NFTs, at least as relates to board apes and yeah. <laughs> various different visual NFTs. So can yeah. you tell us a little bit about what an audio NFT is by comparison? Yeah, sure. So for us, you know, there's been a lot of playing around with this idea of, you know, NFTs in the audio space. So for music, we've seen things such as, you know, whole albums being sold as NFTs. And this brings a lot of really interesting ways to monetize music and podcasts as well, because you're able to invest in musicians, invest in podcasters like never before. You know, a lot of times in Web2, it's a very transactional um, interaction between a listener and uh, a creator. But in Web3, it's very much hand in hand in the sense that you can invest in a musician or a podcaster and if they blow up and they become this massive creator, then you can monetize with that music NFT. So there's a lot of really interesting ways on the monetization side. Um, what I'm really interested in is the ways in which you can sort of allow fans and listeners to become closer with their favorite creators. And this brings a lot of really interesting things with you know audio NFTs. What we're thinking about doing at Kickback is allowing listeners to join fan clubs through NFT memberships. So this will allow listeners to join a fan club um, for your favorite podcaster and essentially invest in that fan club because you're going to be buying an NFT membership for that. So say, for example, you find this really cool podcast you like, and then in a year, two years, that podcast blows up. You know, that NFT you bought will skyrocket in value. But what we've seen is that it goes beyond this monetization option with Web3. The idea is how does utility on top of these NFTs make them valuable? You know, we've seen things like you said earlier, Board 8, for example, those type of NFTs are great because they have utility on top of it. They have social value. You can get to the, the yacht parties and all that crazy stuff. So what we're thinking about is how do we put utility on top of these audio NFTs? And they've, we've seen a lot of companies do a number of different things, um, such as, you know, token gated communities, um, uh, share and revenue from royalties. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to monetize through uh, audio NFTs. And it's a really exciting space. And we're really thinking about how do we put utility on top of audio NFTs, similar to a lot of these other companies. Can we dive into that topic a little bit more? Because I think it's really interesting. And it's, it's mm -hmm. something that I think is often misunderstood by the general public web three yes. the, the term utility is often banded around in web three and mm -hmm. the projects that supposedly are going to turn out the best are the ones that can show their you know the utility that the utility that they offer yes you mentioned a couple of quite brief examples there so of course the the kickback concept of almost having this NFT that you can buy for your favorite artist or favorite podcaster mm -hmm. which allows you kind of this inner circle fan club, if you like. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned revenue sharing and some other options there. Could you explore that in a little bit more detail? So what kind of, you know, what could you see these audio NFTs eventually being the gateway to, you know, I think revenue sharing is really interesting, but you know, mm -hmm. what's the, you know, what kind of use cases are there? Yeah. You know, when NFTs first came out, the whole idea of NFTs was, this is really cool art. You're going to be investing in art. Um, and we've seen with the, the recent crash in NFTs that, you know, just investing in art isn't enough for the, you know, wide 
uh, audience. You know, they want to see sort of like this utility on top of these NFTs and ways in which they can really get something out of this art. And so utility has been a really big buzzword. Um, and everyone's really out here just trying to figure out how do we create utility that people want. Um, so for what we've seen with talking to hosts and talking to listeners is we're going to create these NFT memberships um, that will allow listeners to join communities. So, you know, I'm a big fan of a number of different Web3 podcasts. And when you see with places like Patreon and these other sort of subscription-based um, podcasts is that it's very transactional, like I said earlier. The sense that you're paying to subscribe to this podcast and you really don't get anything out of it outside of, you know, a private RSS feed. And so what we're doing at Kickback is we're taking it, you know, to the next level with Web3 technology. So we're bringing this community, this ability to invest in podcasts and really building out sort of a um, Discord style community of this. So on our website in the next couple of months, you'll be able to buy an NFT and immediately get joined into this fan community where you'll be able to connect with the host, connect with other people that own the NFT and get early access to episodes and uh, get behind the scenes content. So throwing on a ton of utility onto these NFTs, make them just beyond, hey, this is cool art, you're investing in a podcaster. Because for us, you know, the utility is the most important thing. And an interesting use case. So we had the, the one of the founders of a, a company called Dank Bank on yeah. the podcast a few weeks ago. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the episode, but... Uh, the, the kind of premise behind Dank Bank is they allow people to invest uh, or, or buy a fraction of uh, kind of some of the most famous memes out there, right? Mm -hmm. Like Bad Luck yeah. Brian, Success Kid, all of that kind of stuff. And on that episode, we we spoke about the kind of you know concept that you can own and trade these NFTs. So mm -hmm. as something becomes more popular, let's say as a podcast becomes more and more popular, or as you know down the line a musician becomes more and more popular the value of the NFT presumably increases. And so if someone decides they're no longer interested in that particular podcast, are they then able to sell it on? Yeah, so that's what really what we find really interesting. So a lot of these communities, we want to make them, you know, capped at some number. So mm -hmm. a thousand, 10,000 users, you know, we've seen with podcasts, they could get communities with 60,000 members, 100,000 members, whatever. Um, and in that, you really just can't connect with, you know, the other people in that community. You know, it's just so large that how can you make any real one-on-one -on -one connection with a with another listener? Um, so for us, we're really trying to allow, you know, like like you said, you know, ability to invest in podcasts. So say a podcaster starts off small. You know, we have a number of podcasts from Bankless, uh, Dow, the Podcast Hatchery, um, coming onto the podcast. They're pretty small, so only have a couple hundred thousand listeners start off with 100 uh, NFTs available, those sell out, then if they grow, keep growing and have more demand on that limited number, those NFTs will you know, skyrocket in value. So it allows people to invest in podcasts early, get, get in, invested into this community and potentially make some money if the uh, podcast you know, really blows up in the future. That makes sense. And can we just talk about the kind of the nuts and bolts of the business, if you like, um, because I'm always interested by all of the kind of interesting new business models that exist in Web3. Mm -hmm. So 
can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what does your team look like at the moment? Um, you know, what are your funding plans? When do you launch? What is your revenue model? All of this yeah, stuff yeah. is super interesting. Yeah. So, you know, like I said earlier, there's two big platforms, Apple mm. and Spotify. You know, those are behemoths in the market, yeah. you know, and it would be foolish for us to sit here and say we could compete with them day one, right? So yeah. for what we're doing is we're trying to think about how do we do things that those guys just can never do? So that really comes into our idea of this revenue sharing model. So our two biggest revenues are those NFT fan communities and this advertising model. You know, mm -hmm. advertising has long been a proven structure within building companies. Yeah. But what we're doing that's completely different from any Web2 company right now is that we're going to be giving a large percentage of our ad revenue directly back to the listener through a weekly lottery. So we're bringing in the best of, you know, Snapchat, for example, you know, that sort of streaks those uh, that's Snapchat score. You know, we're really allowing people to listen to a bunch of podcasts, earn tickets into this weekly lottery. And then at the end of the week, the most consistent listeners had the highest chance of winning that lottery. So really thinking about how do we do things just completely differently. Um, and so we're, those are our two biggest revenue models that we think that you know, a lot of Web2 companies would have to completely restructure their whole company to even you know, attack those type of revenue models. Um, and in addition to that, uh, going on the team, right? Uh, you know, me, I've had a long uh, experience in the audio industry, um, and we're currently looking at developing the team around people that are, you know, from the podcast industry. I think that's the best way to build any type of product, you know, built by uh, built for podcasters by podcasters. And so I've joined uh, the Bankless DAO and have been developing a lot of these open source. Um, Solidity code or uh, Ethereum NFTs from the Bankless DAO. So we have a really good community of developers and you know just thinkers from the Bankless DAO that are working on this. So I'm really really excited about where we're going. Um, really thinking about you know like I said earlier, how do we develop Web three monetization options that you know people in Web two just can't do right now? Yeah, that's seriously interesting. And then in terms of your sort of funding strategy you know are you have you raised outside investment is that something you're looking to do the only reason i ask is um your explanation of you know what would happen if apple or you know or, or google podcasts or whatever mm -hmm. or spotify did this i thought was was very rehearsed you've been asked yeah. that question before so <laughs> it sounds like the kind of thing a, a vc would ask so i'm, I'm curious yeah. to understand whether you're looking for funding yeah so we've had uh we've had a couple uh we've had some Good amount of funding coming in. Um, okay. So you know, we don't have to get into specifics if you. Yeah, I mean, you don't currently, want to so it. I'll go a little bit into specifics. Uh, okay. Currently, we're we're looking to raise around fifty to hundred grand in grant money nice. um, from you know a plethora of different options from Web three uh, grant foundations to you know specific cryptocurrency foundations to build on their blockchains. Sure. Um, and then in the next year or so, we're looking to raise around a million dollars in a seed uh, a seed round. Um, you know, we're really uh, excited uh, because, you know, A16Z and a lot of these other VC funds have come out. And uh, it was funny, I, I listened to Andreessen Horowitz on a podcast, and he was talking about how he wanted this Web3 podcast player in the future that allowed podcasters to choose how they monetized in Web3 technology. 
And I was listening to that and I was like, it's me. Pretty it's sure, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm building that. So, <laughs> um, so we've been reaching out to a couple uh, VC funds that we've seen, you know, that type of stuff happen with um, and hoping to raise a, you know, a million dollar seed rounds and really, you know, take it, uh, take, get off to the races and really see where the platform can go. That's awesome. Um, I'm curious as well, just given you've been in the space for quite a while, um, obviously involved in numerous DAOs, what are you most excited about outside the audio NFT space? Yes. What are you most excited about in terms of the future of Web3? Yeah, you know, we've seen a lot with Web3, specifically in, you know, DeFi. You know, we've seen things like, you know, stable coins, Ethereum, Solana, all these, like, a lot of these lending protocols as well. Um, but we really haven't seen a lot of stuff in the creator economy. Um, you know, Audius was launched in 2018. They're a very large um, Web3 streaming company in the music industry. And that was only launched in 2018. So we really have not seen that many companies even tackle their creator economy yet. And I, mm. I'm really excited for, you know, where does this Web3 technology go beyond DeFi into a lot of this creator economy and, and allow creators to own their content and earn more money and eventually you know take their passions for a lot of the stuff they're doing and turn it into a full-time career yeah. um so that's what i'm really passionate about with web3 i'm excited to see where it goes you know we've seen a lot of stuff in DeFi, but i love to see where it goes beyond that yeah and and what advice would you give to creators who are considering making that jump into into nfts and don't know where to start um, you know, the best way to go about it is to just start learning. You know, we've seen a lot with, you know, the ICO boom where all these celebrities were just releasing coins and stuff um, that, you know, currently the Web3 space and the uh, crypto space is mature enough to where really the only best projects make money in the space, which means mm. that to become a really good project or to really make money off of what you're creating you really have to, you know, like I said earlier, provide utility on top of what whatever you're releasing. So the best way to start in the Web3 creator economy is I would just start reading, start checking out the platforms and really get a good understanding for what's going on. And then take, you know, whatever you're doing, whether that be in podcasting and music or anything else, and see how you can apply your passions and turn it into a Web3 sense with NFTs or an ICO or anything like that. Love it, love it. And in terms of your own journey then, so I, I love the I love your kind of bias to action there saying that, you know, the best way to get started is just to start learning. Um, yeah. <laughs> what resources have had a, a big impact on you, both in terms of your journey to Web3 and then, you know, anything that has kind of informed your way of thinking, I suppose, or, mm -hmm. or had a profound impact on your personal slash professional life? I'm always really curious to ask that question. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question. Um, you know, <laughs> I think there's there's a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, we live in an information world and there's so many books and resources out there. And you just have to find the really good stuff. Um, you know, for me, I've really built a lot of my Web3 understanding on websites and specifically with courses like Udemy. Uh, mm -hmm. One of my favorite websites I've used is called Crypto Zombies. It's this um, fun game-like way to learn Solidity, which is the programming language behind Ethereum. So that was a really big thing for me. It was super fun. You get to like 
code and learn how to code and you have these little zombies you're creating as nfts it's a, it's a blast um i had a really good time with that and then for me you know i do all this stuff in podcasting um i think web3 podcasts are an incredible way to learn about the space i've learned i've listened to a bunch of podcasts your podcast for example and um <laughs> there's a lot of other good ones i don't know if, it, if we want to say the competitors but uh, i'm flattered thank you <laughs> but yeah i mean I've listened to Bankless HQ. They have a great podcast. Um, A16Z has a lot of good stuff. So I would say look into, you know, Crypto Zombies or these these top podcasts out here. I think they're great ways. You know, one of the best things about podcasts is that when you get on a website or uh, a YouTube video or a Udemy course, they're very specific on what they're creating. So mm. you, you download a course and you're like, all right, I'm going to learn how to code or I'm going to learn how to uh, do sales or anything that, like that, for example. But with a podcast, since they're bringing on such a diverse cast of uh, you know audience that you really get to learn so much about so many different things. So you know the Web3 space is such a big space that you really need some good podcasts to get a good understanding of really just everything that's going on. So I would definitely look into podcasts. I would look into Crypto Zombies. There's a lot of good YouTube videos out there. You just got to, you know, search for what you want. Love it. And if people want to reach out to ask any questions, offer, offer you investment, um, <laughs> how, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Yeah. So the best way to get in touch with me, um, you know, either hit me up on Twitter at hey underscore Zwerner, or you can email me at alexander at kickback.fm. So really uh, open to anything. So definitely reach out. Perfect. And I'll put both of those in the show notes. And uh, I love the fact that you gave your email address. That's I love it when <laughs> guests do that. We had one uh, one guest who who shall remain nameless panic and give their phone number um, while we yeah. were recording. And then we had to pause while he goes, well, actually, maybe I shouldn't put that out there on the internet, which I think was probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but perfect. Alexander, thank you so much. That was a really, really interesting talk. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It was a blast. A huge thank you to Alexander there and to you, the listener, for tuning in to another episode of the Web3 podcast. I'm personally super excited to see where the audio NFT space is going to go. And I think that a fairer future for podcasters can only be a good thing. Although maybe I'm slightly biased considering you're listening to this on my podcast. To check out the show notes, see upcoming guests and listen to more episodes of this podcast, you can find us online at www.theweb3podcast.xyz. And if you want to reach out to me personally, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is at Callum Wooders. That's Callum with two L's. This has been the Web3 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.